Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It is hour number two of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. A lot of NFL news. Eric Chiafalo's got you covered. Here he is. Eric, take it away. All righty, boys and girls. I think we need to get our bodies ready for Eric Bieniemy to be in this division. Calling plays for the Washington Commanders. It is not a done deal. Crazy things happen all the time. But all signs are seemingly a go for Bieniemy to go from the Chiefs offensive coordinator where he doesn't really call plays but kind of does. Um, and then now he will very likely be the OC and, and head play calling man in Washington for the commanders. What a home run hire that will be for the commanders if they get it. And there's a lot for me to unpack here on a couple of different fronts, but one thing that just popped in my head when we're talking about McCarthy on the hot seat and it's like, okay, what? why could that be? Well, there's no offensive He's the offensive coordinator now. Who's the next scapegoat? Dan Quinn's not going to be a scapegoat. That dude is Teflon in there. Um, and I'm like, you know, it's a shame. If the commanders are going to get enemy, why couldn't we have just went and got Eric bleeping enemy ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Wouldn't we all rather have Eric Bieniemy as the offensive coordinator than Mike McCarthy and Brian Schottenheimer? 100%. Like, you saw the I, clinic they just put on getting guys wide open. And it wasn't something we really considered because Bieniemy and moving from Kansas City has always been like, is he going to be a head coach? He's getting head coach interviews. All of a sudden, they're finding out, I guess, that's just not going to happen. So, Bienemy, his next best thing to get some level of step up is to go be the real offensive coordinator, brain power, and play caller for a team. Had I known that was on the table, we should have all been championing. Eric Bienemy should have been the offensive coordinator right here in Dallas. And I don't know if the Cowboys knew this was going to be a thing where Bienemy is going to be willing to just take somewhat of a lateral job to go be a play caller somewhere else, man, I wish that would have been right here. And unfortunately, it seems like we're just going to have to face him twice a year. And the one thing we talk about with with the commanders, yeah, their quarterback has sucked, and that is a, a huge nightmare problem for them. They got they got weaponry. Yeah. They got some players. You all right? I think the thing is, Mike McCarthy wants to call plays. You know, this goes yeah. back to Green Bay, where when uh, when when it had been a topic, then he said he's never going to give it up. And I I I think now he and Jerry feel like he's learned enough about Dak and these players and what they've been doing to add what he does. And I, I think they think that is uh, ideal. But I would be wanting to bet on the enemy more than Mike McCarthy if I was in charge at this point. The thing about it is, Mike. Uh, well. Eric is not the primary play caller in Kansas City. Yeah. That's the thing. And so now you're now if if you're Jerry Jones, you you understand you're like going, Okay, I, I know what's going on in Kansas City. Andy's the primary play caller. 
Eric and the staff put together the game plan. It's similar to what's going to happen here with the Cowboys. If you're Jerry Jones, do you go, hmm, Eric Bieniemy? you know, two out of the last four years they've gone to the Super Bowl, but he hasn't been the play caller. Do I want to go with my head coach that I know that is a Super Bowl winning play caller himself? It flows logically. It flows that, logically. I mean, I'm, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to, like, poke holes in Eric Bieniemy, but I, I have a feeling there's, there's this – this love of Eric Bieniemy outside the NFL. I mean, they're like the people that you know. Whoa, look at Kansas City! Look what they're doing! Look at all that! And then within the NFL walls, there's the people that are whispering this, that, and the other. Eric's got to, still has to prove some things. I think that's where. I think that's where. That's to me. I, I've I've heard people. I know people that. Is that and, fair to Eric? I don't think it's fair at all. But but it's the reality of where we are in the NFL. Yeah. You know, they will hire somebody. To, to Jerry Jones, having Mike McCarthy call plays would be better than having Eric Bieniemy. Be, to him, because then his argument, well, Mike's Mike's been a head coach and a, pi- a primary play caller, and they've won a Super Bowl. Well, Eric Bieniemy, they've won two of the last four Super Bowls, but he's not the primary play caller. See, that's yeah. that's that's how some people think. You know, and, and unfortunately for Eric. I mean, th- these guys. I mean, you, th- these guys in Philadelphia, they they were there for two years. Both coordinators there for two years, and got jobs before Eric Bieniemy got a job. That just shows you how crummy the NFL is. The hiring practices are. Were you talking about the Eagles just then? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and that was going to be the, one of the things. And uh, Roger Sherman, I believe, is his name, and he puts it very, very nicely. Uh, in his article in the ringer here and it's just the idea and I'm coming at it from a cowboy perspective but it's even worse I would imagine if you're an Arizona Cardinal right now or and, and a fan of them yeah. and you're going okay so as as Roger Sherman put it imagine watching the Chiefs score two walk-in touchdowns which we later find out is courtesy of Eric Bieniemy, who the night before the game noticed Doug Peterson do something similar in a game versus the Eagles uh, and was like, we need to do this, and they ended up. Yeah, doing that's it what twice you're getting with scoring. the enemy. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. getting that kind of thing. And so, and the 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 Eagles hired the defensive coordinator who was supposed to stop those plays and left two guys completely wide open walking in for touchdowns. Yeah, and those weren't like holy smokes players. It's like Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. And so Roger Sherman's going like, if you're a if you're a Cardinals fan right now, imagine watching the Chiefs score two walk in touchdowns against the Eagles and thinking, man, I gotta hire the guy who didn't adjust that defense and not. Man, I got to hire the guy who schemed up that offense. And that's exactly what the Cardinals just did when they picked Jonathan Gannon to be See, their head man. Th- that's the problem. Nobody, we were starting to hear, even when we were at the Super Bowl, that nobody wanted the Arizona job. And they never asked Eric Bieniemy about the job. Never asked him about it. You know, that just shows you how, how bad the hiring practices are in the NFL. That a fact that a guy could be as qualified as he is, and they don't even want to ask him. Don't even want to. They don't even want to. I mean, if they if Arizona offered him the job, you think Eric Bieniemy would turn that job down? Hell, no, no he wouldn't. I mean, he's willing to go to Washington right now yeah. to be an OC. To be an OC, right? In an organization that's about to be sold. Yeah, and, and it's an organization that has a young quarterback that you probably want to have like a brilliant offensive mind yeah. conducting the uh, the next couple of years in hopes to get that thing uh, on the right track. They go defense. It is what it is, but I did I did think. One, dang it, he was willing to go just take a play-calling job. I'd rather him be my play-caller than Mike McCarthy, who's also my head coach. 
Obviously, the Joneses don't necessarily feel the same way about that. Right now, he's in our division, so that kind of that kind of stinks. Uh, but if I'm a Cardinals fan, I feel even worse. Like we just got taken to the woodshed by a guy, and we're gonna take the guy that uh, couldn't stop him. Okay. So be it. We got two superstar names that are about to be on the move. We've talked about one of them plenty, a little one, uh, and the other one a little bit. Uh, the first one I will start with is DeAndre Hopkins, who had a no trade clause in his contract. So he was going to dictate if he was getting traded anywhere, he would have to sign off on it, and that really shrinks the pool of teams that he that are even realistic to to get him uh, because he would have to sign off on it. Well, since he was suspended for the PED use Ooh, got waived. It, it is now yeah. because he was suspended six games for that. Yeah. He is now he no longer has the no trade clause in his contract. Right. Thus can be traded anywhere at any time. And so I think that is something like I'm I'm expecting DeAndre Hopkins to get traded this offseason. Seems like Arizona's gonna initiate a rebuild here. We're gonna tear this thing down a little bit and try to emerge from the ashes and I don't know. DeAndre Hopkins is definitely a player I'm hanging on to. A candidate for the best receiver in the game. You're never more than two years away. Don't think you're so far away that you can give away your best players, but that's just the kind of thing that Arizona would do, Chief. Yeah. I agree with you. I think they will move him. I think they will. Uh, somebody's going to somebody's gonna buy on him. I know a lot of Cowboys fans want it to be the Cowboys, and I wouldn't be completely against it, but I'm sure there's other ways. Uh, at the wide receiver position, you can find it now. So do you want to like give his up commitment to winning? You know, I know, I know. I I, fi- I figured yeah. if anybody was gonna champion the the DeAndre Hopkins thing, maybe twelve months ago, no, but like seven and a half months ago, Dawson was like, "All right, hey. you can be on my team any day, sir." New information. What's the next suspension look like if we want to do it again? <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be six again? Because I can manage six. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, we got the Rams and Jalen Ramsey. And this is starting to to get to the point where it seems like, I mean, you have Bleacher Report saying, like, if Jalen Ramsey gets cut, where could you see him landing? And Jalen Ramsey himself, quote, tweeted that tweet from Bleacher Report and said, 100% chance I will not get cut. God bless, though. Uh, you have the Rams COO, Kevin DeMoff, saying, I think all of our players, it's, uh, it's going to be about figuring out what's best moving forward. Could not be more grateful for Jalen for what he's done for the Rams leading this defense. But Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. Tall Jeremy Fowler. Tall. Really tall Jeremy Fowler. Agreed. Yeah. That was eye-opening at Radio Row. L.A. seems destined for a mini reset to recoup resources, and it must decide which marquee players it's comfortable letting go this offseason. Teams I've talked to wonder if the Rams will part with Jalen Ramsey, who has a $25 million cap hit. Rebuilding an offensive line will go a long way to help McVay regain his mojo on offense. So, Jalen Ramsey could be a guy that's also on the move. Now, that's a huge money player uh, who is more on the descent than he is hanging around in his prime. Broadus, I think you're going for a position change Yeah, uh, I, I sending th- him to safety. I, I think this may be, be Charles Woodson. I think this could maybe be the guy that you move from the, to the corner, you know, that played at a very, very high level, and then later in his career you move him to safety. And I, I he, Where did Charles Woodson make that change? Yeah, that when, position switch. When when did he make it? Yeah, he he got let go when he was at the Raiders, and then he went to the, the Green Bay Packers. And their head coach was Mike McCarthy. Okay, look at us connecting dots over here, yeah. man. Jalen yeah. Ramsey, safety, Cowboys, twenty twenty. I like what you're doing. Yeah. Very expensive safety though. Joneses are going to have to figure out. Okay, I guess we're willing to pay that position. Uh, but nah, who are we kidding? The Joneses aren't going to want Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> they didn't want him in the draft. Yeah. 
Well, I, I, I think Rod Marinelli didn't want him in the draft. And if Miss Marinelli, if you're listening, please don't call me. I, I do know that on some, some uh, high authority. Well, I am pretty excited about just the idea. Like, these are just two names, Hopkins and Ramsey, that I think very likely could be on the move. But, like, with what, with, with all the player movement we saw last year, the quarterbacks, guys, the and quarterbacks, we think about the quarterbacks, quarterbacks are going to be the big movers, yeah. And, and all the wide receivers that moved last year. Like, yeah. the NFL is morphing into a sport that is much more willing to wheel and deal and not just seventh-rounder for no name. Whoa. It's, like, big money, big, big assets, huge name player. Let's go do this thing. And those are just two of the names that, very likely could be moved this offseason these these general managers and you know they're getting really a little bit more opportunity to wheel and deal you know they might make a mistake i mean they asked howie roseman they asked him about uh uh you know extending the contract to hertz and he goes well what did you learn from you know from the previous contract that you know that carson wentz won and he was trying to explain it's two different things but in, in reality he's getting another opportunity to sign a quarterback you know with a big contract and I mean, I think, the it's peop- a fair, I think it's a fair question. The players do like Hurts. You know, he mm-hmm. is a great leader. Uh, he's not afraid to run. He's staying healthy. But Carson Wentz put up better numbers. Carson Wentz was a better player in his time for the Eagles than Jalen Hurts has been. At least the first couple, two, three years. Yeah, yeah. He had that that one year. It's in hard for me to say anything. Special. Yeah, it's hard for me to say anything really great about Carson Wentz. Yeah, at this point as well. I was a guy who liked bad. him coming out. But I know. I, it I, has I gone but so you're not bad. wrong, but I'm just saying it's just hard for me to. He like, was like leading the MVP race until he got hurt. He was putting yeah. up huge numbers with your all all the fancy numbers and stuff like that. The, his problem was he didn't have the character or the heart to play football, and once he got hurt, he turned into a coward. Uh, we have Derek Carr, speaking of quarterbacks on the move, uh, going to be visiting the Jets this weekend. Yep. So the Jets making it abundantly clear. Hey, Zach Wilson, like probably not, bro. And whether it's going to be Carr, Rodgers, whoever it is, uh, they want to get a veteran man in there. You have, and maybe Zeke will do something similar. The Packers, Aaron Jones, they're running back. He's agreeing to reduce salary to remain with the Packers. So I guess he probably looked at the free agent running back list. Okay, this is a deep running back class as well. Do I really want to test this thing? Sure, I'll just stay in Green Bay. Is anybody um, picking the Lions to win the NFC North? Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think there are, are plenty because there's a lot of people that are assuming Rodgers is going to be gone. The Vikings are going to take a step back because they're one of the fortuitous one-score victory teams um, like all the time last year. And the Bears year. might win seven games. And the Bears, yeah, who knows? I mean, the yeah. Bears are interesting to me, very interesting. And I did find the uh, the the science to back up the moving off of Justin Fields take that you have there, Dawson, okay. that we'll get to at some point. Hopefully right. today I'll have, I'll have a chance to, to pull that thing out. But Looking forward to that. Yeah, I was just going off my eyeballs. Ones. Yeah, no, you know? for sure, for sure, and Some, I get that. Yeah. The numbers back up. Justin Fields throwing the football is about as bad as it gets, mm. and uh, we'll we'll talk about yep. that a little bit later. One of these days, I'm going to step into that uh, Scout Gavin role a little bit more for you, Brian. We'll get these quarterbacks figured out. I hope say. so. Yeah, let me know. Okay, we do have some uh, some disappointing sports news. Our guy Tiger Woods on the comeback trail oh, finished no. with a flurry of birdies yesterday. Today. A flurry of bogeys. Oh, no. I know. He was even through 14, but ends up plus three on the day somehow, and I fear he's going to miss the cut, Brian. He's going to miss the cut. All Maybe the just ladies a, are saying karma. A little bit more strengthening in the legs. Well, he's free on a Friday night now. Ladies, he's free on a Saturday. Come get your Tiger Woods. And I'd say this is progress. He finished two rounds. 
Yeah. You know, maybe fatigue played a factor. I guess he's limping a lot and strength That's in it. the ankle is a, is a major issue. And fatigue with something as fine as a golf swing, you know how it could just wreak havoc on you, Brian. It's a hilly course. Yeah. But you, but you can also hide when you have to go to the men's room there, too. So. Oh, that's that's the good thing about the hilly part of it. Hey, yeah. Pros and cons to everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get a little bit more information on why you might want to pick the Lions, but the ESPN so-called experts predict the offseason. Did you see what one of Brian's old buddies had to say about your Cowboys? That's next to the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, The King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. All right, welcome back, Nation. Hope you're having a great day. We have some ESPN so-called experts predicting 2023 NFL season developments. Let's do this. Uh... About an hour ago, we did bet payoff number one of the day, uh, and Eric Chiafalo, he survived the little Nitro Super Gummy Bear. It was pretty insane, though. There was a snot situation. There was a throwing up situation. There was sweat, and there was a lot of uh, looks of pain and anxiety on his face. If you're watching on the webcam, he has survived. And an hour later, you're doing pretty good, aren't you, Chief? He just quarterbacked a segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hanging in there. There's an afterburn in the back of the throat, afterburn in the belly right now. We'll see what the uh, afterburn in the booty looks like a little bit later. But uh, yeah, it's it was definitely the worst payoff that I've ever that I've done all season. There's wow. no question about that. And worse this was, than the straw dog. This is worse than the straw dog. This Oof. is worse than the straw dog. Um, whatever other crazy dumb things that I know we've had to do, I can't even remember them all. It's been a long season. It's been tough on the body. Lord knows I need the off season to recover. Yeah. Um, and and that was there's no way I'd ever do that again. We might have to ban that payoff permanently after after, after after the next one gets consumed by somebody. I think we should as well because <laughs> we got one more little nitro and somebody's eating that bad boy. Well, we are two hours away from Brian's payoff, his own personal breakfast food hell, uh, an orange juice and boiled egg smoothie, uh, two, basically two yes uh, two eggs and and he hates it. Uh, and it's it's going to be about twelve sixteen ounce glass. He's going to drink that. It's going to be explosive on both ends. So it could be a double vomit, double payoff Friday here for your uh, listening pleasure. Now, I was going to do, uh, you know, Woolchuck's mom has got it going on today, but a lot of kids are sick. A lot of parents are sick. There's a little bit of a, a late winter bug that's cruising around uh, DFW. felt like a couple of kids were sick last night at soccer practice. So hopefully everybody's going to be okay. And, uh, you know, we'll give Woolchuck's mom a ring next week. Yes, absolutely yeah. we will. We are not going to let that uh, let that slip out of our, our fingertips. Oh, and I, I'm, I'm ready, too. I know, you know you are, man. Uh, you're, you're excited. And I'm not a, I'm not a good – so the, the bit, uh, the, the, the challenge is, and it was thrown down by our program director, Gavin Spittle. got to call Woolchuck's mom and, like, flirt with her or come on to her for, like, five minutes. You know, and obviously it's a sensitive situation because she's a married woman. 
and in uh, five minutes, I don't know if you have the stamina for that. You're right. And I'm it's a I'm, long time. I'm horrible at 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 hitting on people. You know, like when I was single, I would just be like, "Hey, how's it going? Do you want to hang works. out sometime? Yeah, it works. You know, yeah, that's good. <laughs> no, go yes, shoot okay, some pool. right. Yeah. Uh, so you, you know, pass them a note or something. So like making that? it smooth is not in my in my forte. But I, so I was doing prep. Right. I, I googled it up. I you know I got a couple of different tactics that'll uh, you know it'll probably be embarrassing for me. Uh, but I believe it will be entertaining, and, and we'll get that paid off for you next week. NFL experts predicting the 2023 season. Can the Cowboys finally win the Super Bowl was the headline. <laughs> the ball's on these guys to throw that out there I just a few it. days after. We haven't recovered. We're not ready for a question like that. Um, an old friend of Broadus, though, brought up a, a very interesting and exciting name for the Cowboys to pursue. and might actually be affordable. We were just talking DeAndre Hopkins. Not quite that guy. How about a dude one year younger? Stand by. Segment here of the G-Bag Nation is brought to you by the Frankels. Yeah, the Frankels. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what, what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. The consultation's always free over there at truckwreck.com. Yeah, they asked 10 NFL analysts to weigh in on next season's Super Bowl winner, MVP and breakout candidates. If you want to give me your answers to those three, that would be excellent. What's your Super Bowl matchup and winner? Who is your MVP and what are your breakout candidates? The truckwreck.com fan text is open at 877-881-1053. There's a lot of 49ers, Bengals, and Chiefs in their Super Bowl predictions amongst all the experts. And that's probably the three most likely teams. I don't know. Some people are skeptical on the Niners. Some people believe that it doesn't matter who their quarterback is. They'll be in fine shape by the time we get to January. There's a little Eagles in there as well. And one of your guys, Brian, maybe even a member of the Gang of Seven, not looking for you to reveal your sources or anything. but No, we can't do that. Uh, Mike Tannenbaum, uh, oh. ESPN, NFL front office insider. Bengals over Cowboys is his pick. Look for Burra and the Bengals to take advantage of playing an AFC title game at home, which will buoy them in the Super Bowl, or into the Super Bowl. Dallas has a championship defense now, and adding a wide receiver like Michael Thomas, a potential <laughs> salary cap casualty in New Orleans, could help its balance. I chuckled at first, too, Chief. The guy has not been a factor in the NFL since 2019. He's 29 years old. I said, what evidence do you have that Michael Thomas can even perform at an NFL level? At the height of his powers, he was for a brief moment considered by some to be the best wide receiver in football, 1,700-yard season. But then he got hurt, and things got weird. And a few people in the building that uh, that we never got details on had issues with him. Like, it was coming at all sides for Michael Thomas. And, and it was not good in New Orleans. But they never let him go, despite a lot of rumors around that. He missed all of 2021. He played in seven games in 20. And he played in three games in 2021 before suffering a toe injury. Check this out, guys. His 77.4 receiving grade in those three games ranked 12th among wide receivers. His three touchdown catches tied for second, and his eight contested catches were the most in the NFL through the first three weeks of this season. 
So uh, I don't know if I, I don't think I'll pick the Cowboys to be in the Super Bowl. But if you go get Michael Thomas and he plays at that level, and the the, the exciting thing about Michael Thomas, he hasn't done anything for three years. So this is going to be a prove it type situation, like Juju Smith Schuster's in. Oh yeah, it'd be a low money deal for sure. Uh, super incentive based, I would imagine. Uh, and I hope that is not the. I, I love that that's his like that's his answer for it. It's not yeah. just like part of the all encompassing. It's like that's the move they need to make. And as long as they make that move and put their eggs in the Michael Thomas basket, who's played like three games in three years, uh, then all is ten. going to be well. He's paid. Yeah. He's played ten games in three years. Yeah, he um, missed all of twenty-one. So it sounds like he still got it when he's yeah. out there. But how often is he actually out there? Uh, you might as well just add OBJ as well. Get all the vets in there, and they can go like a couple of weeks at a time, just sharing <laughs> rest. You know? Oh, that would be painful to see. Uh, but you know, I. I, I I think if Michael Thomas is healthy, he can have a big impact in the NFL still. He's just 29 years old. You know, uh, sometimes guys get hurt and it changes their body. But the other way of looking at that is he's had a chance to get fresh. Like, he has not been tackled much. He's not taken many hits over the years, Brian. Michael Thomas or Anthony Davis, which one of those guys <laughs> you want? If you could take a, a hurt guy to help your sports teams. Well, one's going to be way cheaper than the other one. Uh I think I'll take Anthony Davis, though. That's two picks, and I know it's a lot, of, but that could push the Mavs over the top. Yeah, give me Anthony Davis as well, for yeah. sure. I'm going to put him on ice until the playoffs I'll start. You, the one I'm not thing, even going to play him. The one thing you have going for you is that in Dallas, that Britt Brown, the assistant, you know, associate athletic trainer, rehab guy. He's good at his job. He is, like, around the league, he is known as one of the best. And if you're one of those guys that's kind of struggling with your health, Players are kind of buzzing about him a little bit. Cool. That, that if you come here, you know, this guy will take care of you. This guy will get you right kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe that's what Michael Thomas needs. Maybe he needs somebody that kind of can can get him through, get him over the hump. But, man, if you you can, if you can get him right at yeah. 29 years old, geez. Okay, he's so a hell of a player. I wonder if, if, Sean, I wonder if Sean Payton's going to try and make a move for him. Now we that totally he's, see that. I, I, he's in Denver. I think with Sean, I've never asked Sean about him. But my gut feeling would be there's a lot of lot of heartache there and maybe not some trust. It was not going smooth. No, uh, there was. Yeah. Kansas City is mentioned, and that seems like yeah. you know it might make a lot of sense for Michael Thomas as well. Do you guys have a Super Bowl matchup? Uh, I, I think I haven't thought too too much about it. There's so many unknowns at this point, but. Cincinnati or Kansas City in the AFC it feels pretty comfortable. And then in the NFC, I would love to know what the Niners got going at quarterback because the Niners are probably going to be a team to to fear. Um, I'd probably guess I'd probably do Chiefs Niners or Bengals Niners yeah. right now. Bengals Niners, I think we're going back to the eighties, Brian. I think that's going to yeah. be my pick as well. I, you know what? You know what? I'm going to give you a team that will be in the mix. That'll be. And then I don't think they're going to be surprising anymore in the AFC. Watch Jacksonville. Okay, yeah, I could see that. I mean, watch yeah. maybe maybe Jacksonville will be the Cincinnati from two years ago, where they made that run. Maybe they had to go on the road. You know, Cincinnati went and beat Kansas City and all that. I, I think that Doug Peterson's building something really special down there. It's amazing they had they had Urban Meyer down there, and they go from being a team that's just awful to Doug going down there. They got draft picks, they got money. That this this team is going the right the right direction. So I I wouldn't be surprised if. 
if we see that Jacksonville has one of those runs like Cincinnati had two years ago and got in the Super Bowl. I like that. That's a good pick. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow got the most votes for MVP next year. Hurts, Mahomes, Herbert got some votes as well. Breakout players. This is where you get the next Cowboy mention. Tony Pollard getting some love from the yeah. ESPN panel. Maybe a big breakout year. I, I don't know how you bet on that with the 15-touch thing. That was uh, such a big prevalent story, and a lot of people vouched that it was true. I didn't believe it at, at first, but enough people vouched that it's true that I, I don't know that you, you make a guy a workhorse, high-paid a running back, but all indications are the Cowboys are preparing to do this. But this is why Detroit is such an interesting name uh, for uh, a breakout uh, team or, or maybe a breakout player right here. But, you know, last year they were the team that ended up drafting Jamison Williams, the Alabama wide receiver that tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. And he sat out the entire year. And so he's been rehabbing. And you add that to figured out Jared Goff. He he was top five in the NFL in total QBR last year. Like, I don't know if he's a good quarterback or not, but he plays the position highly efficiently for what they were asking mm-hmm. him uh, uh, to do. So, uh, Jamison Williams may be a breakout player. You also had Justin Fields, George Pickens, Drake London with the Falcons as uh, names getting significant buzz for breakout candidates there uh, coming up this uh, season. I like those names. I, I, I like all those names. Tony Pollard being mentioned, though, is funny. It's, I feel like he already had a breakout year. I feel like this was kind of his breakout year, unless they were are expecting even even more from I, him. I, I don't know. I'm really interested to see what happens to Tony Pollard. There's a side of me that might let not tag him and hope that I can get him back cheaper. Just because of all the free agents that are out there as running backs that are already their veteran players, and then what's going on in this NFL draft? There might be so much, such a glut of really quality running backs, he might not get what he thinks he's going to get. So uh, that he comes back on the cheap. I think I'm going I might let this because it, if he goes away, okay, I'm, I've got I'm, I've got it covered. I'm gonna you know I've got compensatory picks. I got other picks I can use. I can move around. There's enough running backs in this draft that I feel like that I could let it let it ride. And see if in week two that that it, he doesn't get, especially him coming off an injury. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, we Still do have him ten million dollars. I, I, it's I'm a mystery to me. I'm not giving him ten uh, million. No, uh, it, it's tough. You know, I think the Packers are kind of like your sister franchise. Now they got the Super Bowl and they often make it a little bit farther, but they believe in draft and developing and apparently investing in running backs now. And and you know they've become pretty inconsistent in the playoffs as well. It appears Shaq has a celebrity crush. If you didn't know already. And it appears it's Rihanna. He said, all you people disrespecting Rihanna, shut your face. Hmm. He is about to go tell me how my you-know-what tastes in regards to all these Rihanna haters. Uh-oh. I, he said she did a wonderful job. She's pregnant. She blessed it. She didn't fall. Just leave it there. All you superstars disrespecting and causing beef, shut it up, said the big fella. Says, if she was my woman and I seen one of you superstars do that, I'm going to have to get at you. Rappers, presidential candidates. I'm going to have to get at you. <laughs> Leave her alone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I know a lot of people felt a certain, uh, you know, uh, a personal offense to how uh, Rihanna has has been insulted as a result of her performance. She's got a lot of super fans out there. Dude, I'm kind of one of them. I was thinking around, yeah. I'm going like, of all the people that I could go see right now live in concert, I feel like Rihanna would be up there. It's funny. I was watching a, a video clip of her. She was at some fashion deal, and like some gal walked by her and was kind of being kind of snooty, and she just double flipped her off, like in this big time 
you know, with all the glamour and glitz. And That's this, your kind of girl, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's like, you're going to give me this attitude? And she just double-burred the lady as she's walking down the, the catwalk. <laughs> I'm like going... Yeah, ah, there you go. She gets it. Like, don't don't be don't be giving me that you know that look. Billionaires don't have to. They don't have to give, give you that belief. look. Yeah. No, that's the epitome of that fu money. Literally, she did. She do, she did. <laughs> she got the double she, fu money. She shot him, and that that girl just kind of like uh. it's, it like shocked her a little bit. You know. Okay, we're looking at biggest L, biggest dub right now. Uh, that's coming up next year. It's the G Bag Nation on one hundred five three. The well, thank you, Lucius. Three two one says biggest L is owing on my taxes this year. Biggest dub, I haven't eaten a spicy gummy bear today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and, and here is Mr. Little Nitro himself, Eric Chiafalo. 877-881-1053. Where have you taken some L's this week? More importantly, where have you gotten some personal victories? Let's party on a Friday. Oh, my stomach's on fire. Okay, so big dub, I would say, for sports moms this week. It starts with the Kelsey's mom, who was literally he- headline news for about a week and a half, like leading into the Super Bowl. It was all about the Kelsey's mom, Jason Kelsey on the Eagles, Travis Kelsey on the Chiefs. And they do a podcast together, and they they were getting emotional just talking about it, like how cool it was for them after the fact, looking back over the last week or two of how much just like hoopla was surrounding their mom and how much fanfare she was getting, and she really was sort of headline news for the week or two leading into the Super Bowl, and uh, they they just really, really appreciated it. And I think anybody uh, could imagine like having their mom get a ton of love would just be, uh, especially on their behalf, like thanks to you, son or daughter, mom is uh, getting all the love in the world nationally, and that would make you feel really, really good. So big big dub for sports moms, because not only for the Kelsey's mom, but also we addressed this yesterday, Mikhail Bridges, a.k.a. Brooklyn Bridges now with the Nets, he had his career game, and sitting courtside was his mom. And right after he dropped 45 points, he was a fish in his freak, it was, it was outstanding, and he took his jersey off and handed it right to his mom there on the court courtside uh, after the game. So big dub for sports moms out there, man. Everybody can appreciate that. Yeah, that's huge. That Kelsey mom in a in a win-win situation. And I, I think they handled it well. You know, Jason actually managed to convince me he was pretty happy for his brother winning his second Super Bowl. Yeah, but L for the sports moms that like to venture onto the court or to the field and, like, go after the referees, right? Oh, yeah, that's, that's bad, that's yeah. Kind of oh, you sports moms. Yeah, yeah. Cheerleaders, you sports moms, anybody you're, going after yeah, the refs. If you're, if you're going after the refs or going after another player, you know, and you're like that sports mom, that, that's an L to me. Yeah, Huge. okay, let's go dub for professional sports moms this week and L for youth sports moms this week. Yeah. Seems like things got a little bit out of hand there. Yeah, put down the Yeti tumbler and, you know, <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> All right, 877-881-1053682. Biggest L had to put the dog down after finding out it was paralyzed in the hind region on Super Bowl Sunday morning. Oh. That is a giant, giant L682. Godspeed to you and your family. It's one of the most heartbreaking things, and it's one of the very, like, I could probably think of just a couple of occasions where, like, I saw my dad cry, and it Mm. was years ago whenever I was in, like, third grade, and it was the very first family dog we ever had that we had to put down, and that's that's just never a fun time. It's never a fun time, so we feel your pain there, 682. Do uh, do they have these things for dogs now? If they're paralyzed, do they have these wheel carts they could put their... They they, they do have some things. There's there's extenuating circumstances, I think, size of the dog, age of the dog. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I got you. Uh, But they do know Big Dub found homes for the dog's puppies, 
and now can uh, focus solely on their actual child that will be born in June. Uh, so congratulations. there's a silver lining there yeah. a little bit. Good cigars for everybody, please. Uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. Here we go. 972 Big Time Dub won 600 buckaroonies on a scratch-off ticket this week. Oh, Man, congratulations. Lucius, Lucius told the story of Galloway. Lucius, she win, what, $20 million or something? $20 million scratch-off. Yeah, that lady won $20 million right there in Fort Worth. scratch-off. There's one out there in the state of Texas floating around. Yeah. There was uh, three out of four have been found. Man, the D-Gens are sitting there, like, scratching, going right back in I'm line, next, I'm next, scratching. I'm yeah, It's going to be this one. I, I got I a hot hand. I can feel it. I haven't won in years, but That's I just, exciting. The, the next one, right? I mean, odds are in my favor. They're never in your favor. When you're doing a scratch-off, what, like, you're not even thinking 600, right? Let alone 20 million. You're thinking, like, can I get 50 bucks? You're thinking, can I just he- kind of win a, basically yeah. a free 50 here? Can I get my money back is what you're kind of thinking. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Can I just break even? Can I just break even on this, what I just did? <laughs> just and useless. then when you break even, you're like, well, why am I quitting? Now I'm on a roll. Yeah, yeah. then, then you go, go right back. Every one win for a scratch-off feels like 10. So, like, you win one, and you're like, oh, and now I'm on a hot streak. Now, uh, anywhere, any gas station I pull up to is about to see victory. Let me ask you this. Scratch-off a suitable gift for somebody? Oh, yeah, it's a yeah. gift. Like, I love sure. that. That's fun. Like, okay, you're, if you give them a gift, you're giving it to them, but if they don't win, are you still, we're still good with that? Yeah, because yeah, they the could chance. have won a ridiculous won. amount of money. Okay. That's good value and, on that. And when you do, like, when we do these, like, white elephant, like, family Christmas things, when we involve, like, in the, the cousins yeah. and stuff, and it gets a little bit big, and it's like, hey, $10, $15 gift minimum, boom, let's go $10, $15 bucks and scratch-offs, man, and that could turn into something extremely special. All right, um... Let's see here. Big dub, I would say. I was going to give this dub to just uh, all men across the world. Across the world. Hmm. But I think I have to give it to humankind in general because the average male appendage has grown, science has shown us, 24% over the last 30 years. Really? I don't see a downside to this for anybody. No. I think everybody gets a victory here. Everybody's picking up wins here. Um, I wonder why that is. Is it because of how much attention society's paid to it? That we've, we've manifested it a little bit. It, it's like <laughs> it's natural selection. You know uh, what I'm saying? Ooh. Like the ladies are more aware of how much, ooh. you know, better it can be. Yeah. So they're out shopping. They're uh, shopping a little bit more. That, I think there's a lot of the videos where ladies are kind of like not totally into that anymore. Oh, those are the oh, lying yeah, ones. The, are they yeah. lying, you think? <laughs> are you going down no. those rabbit holes? No, no, That'll no, help no, you no. sleep at night, bro. No, no, but, will. no there's, some, like, there's some gals that are like, you know, they, they, they kind of talk about it. They're doing podcasts about it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm like? It's I'm the like, Liar oh. Balls Off podcast. Oh, Ooh, they do a great job. <laughs> they, they run the numbers up. They got guys listening all over the world, making them, patting themselves on the back. So the guys are feeling good about themselves? Yeah. yeah. What do you call it? Lie Your Balls Off podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's actually a, we should keep that we name. We might need to go ahead. We and, might need, Odyssey needs somebody. We keep that name. We need to jump into that one. Yeah. I think we all just really need to thank our forefathers for setting the bar so extremely low that uh, <laughs> over time, we were eventually, we were going to surpass by 24%. This isn't a 2.4%, boys and girls. This is 24%. Yep. All right? Yep. So this is, uh, I think this is pretty exciting nonetheless. I just saw this. I'm just seeing this. I think we have to give Trayvon Diggs a little bit of an L here. A little Elsky pop for Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> what yeah. happened? He's, he's rooming with Wolchuk now? <laughs> I, he's like, he's allegedly not paying his rent. What? And somebody's coming after him, man. Yeah. Uh, Adulting is hard. Adulting is it hard, really man. Is hard. They don't tell you about that in school. They need to have a class called adulting. 
Yeah. Uh, adulting 101. Yeah. At every level of uh, of grade of school. school. Yeah. yeah. I think like she's, living, athletic, athletic, think she's living the athletic dorm in Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rosemarie uh, is alleging that he only paid one month of his one year lease. So, and now she is suing for up to 250 GBOs, unpaid rent, maintenance fees, other issues. This is a Fort Worth Star Telegram. I heard so. that there were, I heard the carpet, the carpet's got a little, uh, little wrecked over there. They were, they were talking about all the things that ha- she had to repair. Oh, they got the details? She said the carpets were not very good. Throwing a couple of ragers? Yeah. Well, I mean, imagine, dude, you 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 have in one single NFL season double-digit interceptions. Yeah. The amount of parties, okay, that ensue from that Pay your damn are, rent. Yeah, no no question. Pay, pay, pay your, your rent. rent. Pay your rent. We're not man. upset at you for partying. Yeah, just pay your rent. Just pay your rent. Yeah. Uh, Alvin Kamara is, is uh, taking the L this week. It looks like Clark County Grand Jury indicting him for the... Uh, the alleged beating at the Las Vegas, they say nightclub, but I thought it was at the airport whenever they were doing the Pro Bowl. And it was like a weird deal. I where, thought it was a nightclub, and then he played the game the next day. And then he, okay, so it was at the nightclub, yeah. and then he played in the game. And people were talking about it during the game while he's out there playing of how last night things huh. got out of hand. And now a year later, I guess, is when the news is made official that he's, uh, he's indicted. So I don't even know exactly what that means, but it's not a good thing. Right, like when you get indicted, is that like a surefire you're bleeped? Uh, yeah. They say you can indict a ham sandwich. Um, so it does. It doesn't mean, but it means you're heading down the path of being like officially charged with a crime. Ah, yeah. okay, very good. And so. uh, the L in Don Lemon stands for biggest L of the week. I'm sure we've all seen that. It looked by good now. in Fashion Week, man. <laughs> had a good coat on. <laughs> he went viral for crushing some uh, female political figure for not being in her physical prime. Um, Haley, or is it- did he use the Waddle reference the same way Terry Bradshaw did? I don't know. I Something think it was good journalism. <laughs> Might have been. He's getting killed for it <laughs> he though. Is, he is getting killed. So biggest L. So sensitive about our primes. <laughs> Surely we can talk about the male prime all we want, but don't mention that female might be out of her prime. Yeah. Now you're about to get canceled. Now you're crossing the line a little bit. Yes, there, sir. Dawson. Thank you, sir. I am. I am. I, I, I might have just canceled myself. Who are your top five of those going into next season? We have the top ten with uh, Woolchuck, uh, Chiafalo filling in for him, coming up at 420 as well here on 105.3 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.